Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the It Gets Easier podcast. I am super excited that you're here today. In this episode, we're going to be doing a focus on self-care. Why? Because I've had a really stressful weekend, well, a stressful Saturday, and I just need some self-care in my life this weekend. So we're going to take it easy, taking care of myself. And so what I did for this episode is I found this blog and it has 10 questions about self-care, talking about like what self-care means to you, those types of questions. And kind of it goes into it, talking about those things. I think it's super helpful. And these are questions that you can ask yourself to kind of be like, am I taking my care of myself as much as I think I should be? Am I actually practicing self-care? All that types of stuff. So let's dive into it. I'm excited. Hope you're excited. And this is super great because, like I said, self-care is awesome. And I will get into why I needed self-care as we get into the episode. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, first question, what does self-care mean to me? So, self-care for me means doing things to take care of yourself, whether it be taking care of your mind, taking care of your body, any way that you're taking care of yourself, to me, is self-care. So, that is kind of what it means to me. I'd love to know what does it mean for you. But a follow-up question is, does it feel selfish, self-empowering, or self-nurturing? Like, in terms of self-care, some self-care for people... They don't like to practice self-care because they feel like they're being selfish by doing it. But to me, I don't think it's selfish to do something to take care of yourself. Whether it be maybe you just need a night to yourself, that's not being selfish. That just means that your mind needs a break away from everything. Especially if you're a really introverted person like me, sometimes you really enjoy your nights alone. So is it selfish? Is it self-empowering? Is it something that makes you feel good about yourself? Is it something like maybe doing, listening to positive affirmations, saying positive affirmations? Is it maybe doing a self-esteem journal? Is it doing things like that? Is it self-nurturing? Is it something that you're doing to take care of your body? Whether maybe taking a shower, a bubble bath, maybe it's getting a massage, maybe it's getting a haircut. Those things are self-nurturing. They're helping your body feel good. So... Now that we've kind of got like a little broad term of what self-care is, let's get into why might taking better care of myself benefit others, especially like your family, maybe you're a teacher, you students, maybe your clients. Why is taking care of yourself benefiting them? Here's why it's benefiting them. Because self, because a lot of people, I feel like they think that, as we said before, people feel like self-care is being selfish. It's not being selfish. Think of it this way. When you have, let's say, your job is being a caretaker, you love to take care of other people, you love helping other people. Think of it as it's really hard to help other people if you're not helping yourself. You can't, it's like maybe you're serving everybody drinks. You're giving everybody their drinks, you're pouring up everybody's cups, and then you're so busy filling everyone else's cup up that your cup is empty. You can't fill people's cups from an empty cup. 
You can't give to others when you have nothing left. It's like when you keep doing things for others, doing other things for others, but you're not taking care of yourself. Maybe you're not showering, not bathing. Yeah, showering, bathing, same thing. You're not doing the things to take care of yourself, so then you end up getting sick. And then because you're sick, you can't help other people because you're sick and you're stuck at home. You have to do the things to take care of yourselves because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're going to have a really hard time taking care of others. That's just a fact of life. So how do I get what I want slash need without negatively impacting someone else? I think a lot of that is just having a daily schedule, kind of timing things out to make sure that you're getting the things done that you need to do without negatively impacting someone else. Like... A lot of people say, like, with work, like, if you need to take time off from work because you're feeling burnt out, take the time out from being burnt. Take the time out so that you don't get burnt out or that so you can stop the burnout. I know that's something that I struggle with because I tend to just be like, I feel guilty if I take time off, which is silly, but I feel guilty because I'm like, there's so many people that I feel like I'm responsible for and so many people that I'm like, trying to be helpful for and I feel like if I'm not there I feel guilty so that's something that I'm working on because I don't want to be guilty all the time or feel bad all the time that <laughs> like if I take off like oh there's so much stuff I'm missing out on or things that I should be doing or things that I need to do and it's a hard thing to do so my next question is do I tend to be more self-indulgent or in self-denial I think this is an interesting question to ask because it kind of leads to basically, do you indulge too much? Do you deny myself too much? I feel like for me, I can be a little too self-indulgent, especially with like when you're like, treat yourself and you just like buy and go into the store and just like, oh, this little thing for five bucks. But it's like, once you buy multiple things that like are five bucks, it adds up, especially like if you're eating out, you're like, for my job, it's very easy for me to just go and like, I'm going to order DoorDash or I'm going to order this because I'm too lazy to make something. And it's very easy to do that. So do I indulge in too much? Probably eating out too much. Definitely something I indulge in too much and something I'm working on. But that's yes. And then what do I deny myself too often? Right now I'm denying myself exercise. (laughs) I don't know if I want to say I'm denying myself it. I just realized my microphone's all messed up. So excuse the audio there. But yes, deny myself too much. I don't want to say deny myself exercise, but I feel like I've just been lazy and not wanting to do exercise. Does that make sense? (laughs) All right, so next question. What are my guilty pleasures and why do they make me feel guilty? Ooh, that's a fun question. So what do I really, truly, when no one else is looking, find enjoyable and relaxing? Ooh, what do I enjoy? I enjoy just watching like silly TV shows. I don't know why they make me feel guilty, but I think it's just like certain TV shows that just like you don't hear a ton of people watch. Like I like for me, it's like a guilty pleasure for me is watching wrestling, like watching WWE. I love it. It just makes me super happy. It's super enjoyable, super fun to watch. And it relaxes me. It takes me world the world and like life can be so stressful and it's something that kind of takes me out of that and lets me kind of just like zone out and just have some fun for a little while so yeah that's I think it's important to have guilty pleasures because it's things that make you happy to the end of the day you have to have things in your life that make you happy oh this next one is like a is a big one for me how burnt out am I Ooh, how burnt out am I (laughs) I'm really burnt out I think just like 
I think with any job, you have certain times where you just get really burnt out. But, like, I can honestly say I don't think I've had, like, a really long period of time off in a really long time. Just because, like, I think I talked about earlier, like, I feel guilty if I take time off. So I tend to get very burnt out because I don't take time out to just do things for myself. So this leads to my next question of, am I just having a bad day, week, month, or is it time to quit my job? I think a lot of times for me, it's just like I have bad days and then sometimes I let those bad days overshadow and I caught the negative thoughts kind of take over. But like I've been having a lot more better days, which has been very helpful. But we do have those bad days where you're just like, everything annoys you, everything makes you mad and you're just like, ugh. But I would definitely say I'm very burnt out. I like I don't take time off for myself. I have like over two weeks of vacation time that I built up and haven't used it. So <laughs> I need to use it. And then I get mad because I'm like, oh, these people are off and da 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 da. But I'm like, I could take time off too. I'm just choosing not to because I feel guilty for taking time off because I'm like, there's so much stuff I have to do. And then I worry about like if I do take time off, then having to come back and do all the things I needed to do when I was off. It just becomes a whole thing. And then I get stressed out about that. And it just becomes a whole thing. But at the end of the day, I do know that I need to take time off at some point. Because burnout is just going to get worse if you don't take the time to take care of yourself. Which this episode is all about self-care. And taking time off is a form of self-care. Because it gives you time to do things that you're not able to do when you're at work all the time. Because if one thing you realize in life is... You're at work 90% of the time more than you are at home. You, the people you work with, you spend more time with a lot of times than your families. And I think that can be very stressful for a lot of people. But yeah, next question. Am I worn out because I feel like I'm on all the time? I think this is a big question for a lot of people. I feel like, especially when you're at your jobs, you feel like you need to be on 24-7 all the time. And it's like... I think asking somebody to be on 24-7 all the time is a lot to ask of someone, but I feel like there are just certain people that feel like they need to be on all the time or something's wrong or they're just, like, missing out. So, like, do I need more socializing or more time alone? I definitely need to make a good mixture of both. Like, I definitely need more socializing, but I think I'm in, like, a weird place where, like, I don't drink, so it's hard for me to just, like, go to a bar and just go meet people. So I'm, like, I would love to be more social. It's just where I live at, there's not a ton going on that I'm aware of. And plus, I work really weird hours. I work, like, 11.30 in the morning to 7.30 at night, which does not leave a ton of time for socializing. Because most of the time when I'm getting off work, people are either getting ready for bed or they're, like, doing other stuff. And a lot of the stuff I like to do is early in the day when I'm at work. So it kind of just it messes up everything in that sense. So am I trying to keep too many balls in the air? Are you trying to do too much? Do you have too much on your plate? Are you trying to do too many things at once? I don't feel like I am right now. I feel like I have more I can do. So it's just I've learned throughout my life that like balance is super important and not to add too much to my plate and having those boundaries to know like if I add one more thing, it's going to be too much. So knowing my limits is super, super important. It's super important to know your limits. 
Next one, what can I do to take care of myself in only a few minutes a day? There are so many things that you can do to just take care of yourself in a few minutes a day. Whether it be taking five minutes to do some mindfulness, do a meditation, whether it be doing some yoga, doing a workout, doing, listening to your favorite song, playing a video game, all these things you can do that only take a few minutes. It's so simple, but they can be so effective and it's super important to do those things. So next, number seven question, how do I tend to get in my own way? Oh, how do I tend to get in my own way? Let's see. I tend to have a lot of the negative self-talk, which is super not helpful. I tend to tell myself that, oh, I'll do it later, procrastinate, I'll do it later, and then it doesn't get done, and then I'm like, Ugh, and then I feel bad because nothing got done. So another way I get in my own way is, like I said, the negative self-talk and just letting my laziness kind of hold me back. Because, like, I haven't had a good workout in a really long time, and it's something that I've been struggling with and something I want to get back on top of. But I think that I tend to make excuses of, oh, well, I have to go to work later, and I have to sleep, and I have to do all these things, and then it's really hard to make time for it when you have a weird schedule like I do. And then I make these excuses, oh, well, I'll do it later, or I'll do it this time, and then it just never happens. And it's frustrating, and I'm something I need to do more. Um, What are my avoidance strategies when I'm under stress? Oh, making excuses, just being procrastinating, being like, I'll do it later. That type of stuff for me is definitely my avoidance strategies is either, like I said, it's excuses and procrastinating. What are the triggers that provoke me to do things I regret? Being stressed out 1000%. When I'm stressed out, it makes me do things I regret or when I'm de- like getting in like my dark depressions, I tend to do things I regret then too. Like, yeah. And then how do I blow off steam? And is it harming or helping myself and others? This is something that I'm very self-aware of is when I'm blowing off steam is I try not to take my anger or my blowing off steam out on other people. I tend to like go and like, I don't want to say isolate myself, but I tend to like go into another room or go by myself and just kind of like either cry or just do whatever I need to do by myself so that I'm not hurting other people. So like I said, my, I'm very aware of it and I because because I've had people take their anger out on me or blow their steam off on me and it's incredibly frustrating and hurtful. So I think unless the only way I would blow off steam with someone is if is I think if it's venting where you're just like telling someone how you're feeling but you're not necessarily like yelling at them or getting upset with them. Number eight, we have two more questions. What does my body need and is my mind connected to my body? What does my body need? My body definitely needs more exercise, probably some healthier eating. I think it's kind of one of those things. It's just like a general, but like thinking in the moment, like what does your body need right now? Do you need to pee? Do you need to sleep? Do you need to eat something? Like what does your body need in the moment? I think it's being aware of those things and what your body needs in different times. And is my mind connected to my body? I think at times it is, and I think at times it isn't. It's, that's still something I think that I'm trying to figure out. What's the best mindfulness practice for me? I've found that the best mindfulness practice for me is 
deep breathing, using meditation, and listening to affirmations. Those are like the three big ones for me. I definitely find that when I'm in a really negative mind space, one of the most helpful things for me was listening to affirmations because it wasn't something I had to like sit and listen to, but it was something that kind of like helped to retrain my mind to like think more positively. And it was super helpful. But I also like to do like yoga or like a meditation. Just kind of depends like what my mindset is at. But a lot of times when I'm feeling anxious, what I will do is I'll like, excuse me, lay down and listen to a meditation. For me, that's just, excuse me, <laughs> it's super helpful and just super grounding and helps me to like calm my mind. So yeah, and the last question, what is one thing I could stop doing or start doing or do differently starting today that would improve the quality of my life? Ooh, I'm going to read that one again because I think that one's really deep and I'm going to probably post this one on Instagram kind of get some things. What is one thing I could stop doing or start doing or do differently starting today that would improve the quality of my life? For me, 1000% would be probably exercising or eating better. I know one thing that I've been doing is I've been more aware and trying to be better about drinking water and staying hydrated because I know like I feel like in the past few months like I drink a lot of water, but I feel like I haven't been drinking as much as I need to. So I have like a big gallon bottle of water that I drink and it's been help and I've been feeling noticing like I feel a lot better when I'm drinking my water. So it's super, super helpful. And this weekend, I've not been good about drinking my water. But so we'll just get into why kind of I've been, why I've kind of been in a self-care mood this weekend. So it's my Saturday started out like I was going to go and donate plasma. Just kind of like I want to help people and also like the money helps, you know, that type of thing. But I went there, did like all the paperwork, did all the screenings and everything, was like doing the thing they did all the blood drawing and everything and probably about I would say 90 95 percent of the way through the blood drawn I just got super nauseous and this is a TMI if you want to like go through like 30 seconds because here's your warning it's about to get real gross up in here so if you don't want to hear that just like fast forward a few like 30 minutes seconds a minute but yeah, so basically what happened was, hold on, I'm going to pause for a second. Doot, 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 Okay. This is your chance. If you didn't want to hear the gross stuff, well, it's too late now. So basically what happened was I got really sick and I vividly remember look, telling the, um, the worker next to me being like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And they were just kind of like, oh, you'll be fine. You're almost done. But they're like, here's a bag in case you need it. And I'm not joking. Probably like 10, 15 seconds later, I grabbed the bag and just throw up everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to say everywhere, but like I somehow like threw up a little bit in the bag and somehow like didn't go all in the bag and somehow went behind me, like down my back. It was really gross and not a great experience. I'm traumatized. <laughs> it was really gross because I was like, I was really hot. I felt really gross and sick and just was like, I was almost done. Like I want to do it. And I was just like, it was not a great experience. Well, I should let me say it wasn't a great experience. My body did not like it. The workers there were could not have been nicer, were super nice, great, everything. I just felt really crappy. Basically, from what I think happened is I think I may have been either a little bit dehydrated and I think it may have just been like a reaction 
to the blood drawn and my blood pressure dropped. So I think it was kind of just a mixture of things, but just, it was not great. I don't know if I would go back and do it again. Like part of me thinks I should. The other part of me is like, I don't want to throw up again. <laughs> so it's something I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. But yeah, basically after that happened, they were all taking care of me, making sure I was okay to leave and all that. I was there probably a good 15, 20 minutes afterwards, just to like make sure I was okay, make sure I was like feeling better, felt better after I left. And then I pretty much just spent the last like 24 hours, 24 almost 48 hours just kind of like chilling relaxing trying to like get my wood smell beings I was lightheaded and like nauseous for a couple hours afterwards my arms pretty sore like all that stuff the arm soreness I'm fine with it was just the nausea and like I like throwing up for me is just like it makes it like gives me like a physical anxiety reaction and I don't like it so yeah I was just like I was afraid I was gonna get sick again and all that stuff but just like it was not a great trauma. It was pretty traumatizing. And yeah, that's why I've been pretty quiet this weekend and just kind of like taking it easy because I need to rehydrate. And that's another thing too. I think I didn't have not drinking enough water this weekend, especially after giving blood and definitely not great, but I'm going to get back on track tomorrow. But yeah, so that's why I've been taking it easy. That's why I kind of wanted to make like a self-care episode because this weekend for me has been all about self-care and getting myself back to 100%. Because right now I'm probably at like 90% because I'm still kind of tired and just like feeling drained. But I'm off tomorrow since it's President's Day. Yay. But yeah, to, well, technically this is going to come out today on President's Day. So I'm off today. Woo, hopefully you're off too. If not, I'm sorry. You'll have off another day. But that is all I have for today. If you want, drop my DMs. Let me know what you're doing for self-care because I think that's something that's super important. Or if you need ideas for self-care, let me know. But that is all I have. I'm going to go rest now. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so freaking much for listening. If you connected with any part of the episode today, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram story. Also, make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love. I am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine. So until next time, remember, it gets easier.